morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, 7.31 a.m. listeners. The date is Tuesday, March 22nd. I was going to start with a little song, a little sound, but Bo made me nervous, but now I'm going to do it now. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And then do they say I'm loving it? I think they do. Well, the reason why I did that um, is because I we talked to a lot of people about this because I'm curious if people know it. And hop in the Discord after you listen and let me know if you knew. I didn't realize that Pusha T and his brother co-wrote the I'm loving it McDonald's jingle in 2003. Um, and apparently the story has come out again yesterday because apparently he didn't make that much money off of it. Um, so now he put out a song for Arby's that is kind of like a diss track to McDonald's um, about the fact that he didn't make that much money off of their their one of the most iconic jingles of all time. Bo, you knew about the story already? So first of all, two things here, Charlie. Uh, one, I don't know if I love the blame on me for your inability <laughs> to nervous? do the McDonald's uh, jingle to taken. start the show. Note taken. Uh, number two, I do believe there's some controversy to the push of tea thing because I... I was under the impression that Justin Timberlake had some say with it, and I don't know if that's their connection with uh, Timbaland, the producer. I'm finding out. I'm finding out. Okay, no, I think it's that Justin Timberlake and the Neptunes, Pharrell's the Neptunes, created the song I'm Loving It is a Justin Timberlake song. That was like an app ah, that was is a song that McDonald's used. But I think the like explicit jingle, the like four second jingle is, I think, um, oh, I think Pusha okay. I think Pusha and his brother wrote. Yeah. People do other research on your own and hop in the discord and let me know today. But that's my understanding. And and that's and that's in the news, though, because the Arby's jingle. Exactly. Because he's because he's biting back, he's fighting back. Well, um, if McDonald's has learned anything then I would suggest staying away from Pusha T. The guy's got a, a pretty strong track record when it comes to diss tracks. I agree. One of our best. All right, Bo, what's going on in sports? Sports. Charlie, it's been a wild few weeks for the NFL. Uh, we've seen Russell Wilson move. We've seen Devontae Adams move. We've seen Deshaun Watson being traded to new teams, and that action did not stop on Monday. Matt Ryan has been traded to the Indianapolis Colts, Ryan has a really, really great historic career with the Atlanta Falcons. He won the MVP in 2016, and now he will be taking his talents over to Indianapolis. Indianapolis has a really good roster. The entire team is just like well-balanced, and they were just kind of missing that one that one leader at the quarterback position. In exchange for Ryan, the Colts are going to send a 2022 third-round pick uh, to the Falcons. And the, yeah, again, the Colts just kind of just missed the playoffs last year. Ryan is 37 years old, so I can't imagine this is their 10-year plan. But for the foreseeable future, the Indianapolis Colts have a new captain at the quarterback position. And then Charlie over in the NBA, Jamal Crawford, NBA legend, has retired after 20 seasons in the NBA he played 20 seasons. He played on nine different teams. Charlie, I love his move, the shake and bake, uh, kind of like a crossover between the legs and then a behind the back shuffle step. Uh, he made it famous during his time in New York playing in the garden. He's a gr- he's like one of my all-time favorite New York Knicks going off in non-important games players of all time like I just think he's the kind of guy that would give you 40 on a Tuesday night in January the game means nothing but holy hell is that guy fun to watch 
my good friend Donnie would always whoop my ass in NBA 2K13 playing as Jamal Crawford because he could just light it up. So congrats to Jamal Crawford on a great retirement from the NBA. Thanks for that, Bo. And then hopping over into sort of a crypto uh, sports dual piece of news. Cryptocurrency. Naomi Osaka is the latest athlete to join the crypto exchange FTX as an ambassador. Um, we've talked about this a little bit on the podcast, but the crypto exchange FTX has a list of global ambassadors, is the term they're using for them, um, athletes that they're getting on board with the brand to help promote sort of Web3 generally. Tom Brady is an ambassador, Stephen Curry is an ambassador, and Shohei Otani are all ambassadors, um, which is pretty crazy. Some of the respective absolute greats in each of their sports. Um, so F the partnership means that FTX and Osaka will work together to bring more women into Web3. Primarily, it seems like it's going to be through producing content, um, some sort of media content targeting younger women who are looking to get into the space. Um, FTX is also going to be making a donation to Play Academy, which is Osaka's charity that she formed with Nike. So it should be a fun partnership um, and will be beneficial to the, the community generally. Entertainment. Charlie, I don't know if you saw the movie, but right at the like the heat of the pandemic, Godzilla vs. Kong came out on HBO Max, and the movie did really, really well. So HBO, Warner Brothers, they are greenlighting the sequel, and they will begin filming later this year. You know, the movie's not going to win Best Pictures by any means. I can't imagine it's going to be up for many Oscar awards or Academy Awards or Golden Globes or anything like that. But I thoroughly enjoy the the Godzilla vs. Kong movies. Like, I, I genuinely think they're a lot of fun and I have low expectations for them, but I do enjoy the movies. Eric McLeod, who produced the previous film, is working on the upcoming sequel. He spoke uh, about the fellow crew members and his excitement heading into the film. He said, quote, This highly skilled crew, first-rate facilities, and unique locations make filming in Australia a great experience. The support from the federal government and the Queensland has always been critical to our success in achieving a high level of filmmaking and an unparalleled audience experience. Um, with that, we can turn to a little piece of style news. Hop in the Discord. Let me know if you've been enjoying the style stuff because sometimes I feel like when I explain it, it's hard to explain the visuals of a capsule like this, um, but I like to put it on people's radar. Fashion. Supreme and the North Face have announced another collab. They announced it yesterday. Um, it's their uh, Spring Summer 22 collection with the North Face. It's going to drop on Thursday as all Supreme drops do at 11 a.m. Eastern time for the U.S. The North Face, I believe, has the longest one of if not the single longest ongoing partnership with supreme they did their first collab with them in 2007 they've now done over 20 collabs um i feel like one that was such a instrumental integral part of my fashion evolution was the north face supreme collab the atlas jacket that they did that's this all over map print there's this really iconic picture of the weekend in it in like 2012 that i feel like went around all the fashion like mood boards in that era um, but I feel like the Supreme North Face had such a chokehold on streetwear culture throughout the 2010s to the 2010s. Um, but they're still putting out good collections. The puffers in this are cool. There's a lot of cool stuff. I feel like they have such a nice symbiosis with each other. So it's cool. Check out the collection. Hop in the Discord. Let me know if you've been liking the style stuff. And that is going to do it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head to 137pm.com or follow us on our social media platforms. Make sure you hop in the Discord to chat. I'm looking to chat with the fans and the audience of the pod. We will be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious. Stay curious.